It's time for John Paul, the car doctor, on North Shore 1049. Call today with your car questions, comments, or concerns. 1-800-370-1049. That's 1-800-370-1049. John Paul, the car doctor. And good Saturday morning, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the Car Doctor Program on North Shore 104.9. Um, well, you know, one of the things that uh, that I've always kind of said on the program is, uh, you know, we really don't talk politics. Um, but every once in a while, um, well, there needs to be a law to help protect people. Uh, I remember way back when with the uh, booster seat law for kids, uh, parents thought they were doing the right thing by taking their kids out of uh, infant seats and toddler seats and putting them right in seatbelts, and they found out that, well, seatbelts don't work when kids are four or five years old, so they became booster seat laws. And, um, you know, if you go way back in time, even uh, I think it was like, uh, you know, adding vitamin D to milk to prevent uh, rickets, I think it was, you know, the law that says, you know, the milk providers have to add vitamin D to prevent rickets. So every once in a while, laws are there to um, to make the world a safer place. You know, a lot of people think of laws as, oh, I, I, you know, I was speeding or whatever. But, um, but one of the problems that we're seeing, and in fact, I just got an email the other day from a woman who has a uh, 2007 Jeep Commander, and someone stole her catalytic converters off the car. The problem is she lives. She happens to live in New York, and New York, like Massachusetts, has has uh, the California-like uh, emissions requirements. So you can't. You know there are forty odd states, forty-six states, maybe I guess, that have federal emissions requirements. And if you live in Massachusetts and New York and other areas, there's California emissions. And if your car has California emissions, sometimes the parts are harder to find. And in fact, in her car. Her 2007 Jeep Commander with a 4.7 liter engine, uh, the catalytic converter is nearly impossible to find. I did some sleuthing around and found a performance catalytic converter that was um, California 50 state California legal. It's thirty seven hundred dollars, and this is because someone stole the catalytic converter off her car. Well, here in Massachusetts, there is a bill filed um, to make it harder to sell catalytic converters and with us on the phone is uh is uh representative steve howitt he is both a car enthusiast and a state rep and steve good morning and welcome to the car doctor program good morning and thank you for having me on this morning and you know one of the things and i I, i've gone on record in several of the columns that have written, you know, one of the problems with catalytic converter theft, and, you know, people have great ideas. They're like, well, you know, we'll paint the catalytic converter pink, and we'll we'll engrave the vehicle serial number into the catalytic converter. Uh, but I've literally heard of um, dealerships having 50 catalytic converters stolen from their cars. They're brand new, and they go to a junk dealer, and the junk dealer just kind of doesn't question where they're coming from. All they know is there's money to be made, both uh, to the person bringing them in, and when they go to sell them as salvage afterwards, and they sort of turn a blind eye to it. But you've filed legislation that will make uh, make it so when these catalytic converters come in, 
we have to know where they come from, right? Exactly. I mean, it's, it's amazing. If you go on Facebook Marketplace and you type in catalytic converter, which I did just the other day, 24, at least the two dozen ads for catalytic converters, people buying catalytic converters, people selling catalytic converters, um, and it shows pictures of piles of catalytic converters. So, um, you know, as a car enthusiast and someone who's been a victim, I had an F-250 that was stolen, pickup truck, when they recovered it, aside from the fact that the uh, uh, steering column was uh, jacked, uh, the um, catalytic converter was stolen, and I was told that catalytic converter was worth $600 uh, on the scrap market. Now, so you have a couple different issues here. You have uh, unscrupulous uh, shops that may buy, uh, use catalytic converters to put on their customers' cars uh, and maybe charge them for new catalytic converters, or, you know, someone's not looking to spend a lot of money because the catalytic converter has uh, gone through the, uh, you know, life cycle, yeah. Yeah. and they may buy them. But, you know, that being said... They go into these salvage yards, and you can go online, and, and they have videos of how to extract the platinum and the rhodium and the uh, palladium out of these catalytic converters. Uh, it's a lot of money, and people, people don't realize that this is organized crime. It's just not a couple guys going over to uh, Home Depot and buying a reciprocating sawzall with a couple blades. Um, I mean, in some cases it is, but... Um, you know, there's a whole stream. It's almost like uh, drug dealing, uh, and that's what it's become, an epidemic. And whether it be new car dealers or people parking in a Home Depot parking lot or, uh, you know, especially among pickup trucks, which they can slide underneath and within a couple minutes take the cat off. And now, you know, you're talking a few thousand dollars to repair it. And I was told by an insurance person that unless you have comprehensive uh, on your car, uh, replacing the cat isn't... Uh, isn't covered. So, you know, aside from that, the inconvenience, the emotional stress, there's also a financial stress because now you have to replace it and you may miss a day or two out of work because you can't get there. And for someone who is, let's say, a landscaper, I was told uh, uh, a nearby landscaper had six trucks hit one night and his guys came in the morning to go to work and they couldn't drive the truck. So now you have customers who aren't getting their services. You have employees who aren't getting their day's pay or they're not being able to go to work. And then you have the owner who's now got to uh, uh, shell out thousands upon thousands of dollars. So that all that being said, what this bill does, at least for there's licensed scrap dealers now it, someone who's unlicensed isn't going it's not going to affect right. but what it will do is the person who comes in with that uh, catalytic converter or whatever the number of catalytic converters he's going to have to present his license he's going to have to present his registration of the car in which or the truck in which he drove in to the the, the scrap dealer with he's going to have to uh, give the, the make, model, and VIN of the car, which that catalytic converter came off of. And when they pay them for that catalytic converter, it has to be in a check, not cash. So, you know, you can't put down, you know, uh, John Smith and uh, then walk away. The other thing is the police will be able to look at those records, and they have to take pictures of the cats and hold them for, uh, I believe, 10 days. So it, it's it's sort of trying to put a paper trail together and hopefully discourage some of these people from uh, stealing these cats 
And, um, you know, it, it's the first step. It opens up the discussion. And as I said, it may not affect the black market uh, of cats, but at least it will make people think, well, I just can't dispose of them, uh, you know, very easily or sell them very easily. And hopefully I've talked to, uh, pe- you know, legislators in other states asking them to think about putting it in their state as well. So let's say in Rhode Island, so people don't just cross over the line. I've also contacted uh, New Hampshire as well. And, you know, if we can dry up the market, that's it. I'm talking yeah, it, to it, po- I'm sorry. I, I was going to say it absolutely makes sense. I mean, this is very similar to um, a properly operating pawn shop. You walk into a pawn shop with, you know, a handful of gold jewelry. They're going to ask you where it came from. They're going to ask for your identification. And then... They're going to put it on the shelf and hold it for, I think it's 30 days in a pawn shop, just in case any of that shows up missing. They have a paper trail back to whoever brought it in, and you need legitimate forms of identification. You come in with no identification, you're not going to be able to leave that in a pawn shop. So very similar, very similar idea to um, to the pawn shop industry, right? Great, great analogy, exactly. So, um, you know, I've been hearing about it uh, for a while, and we've been trying to put together this legislation, and we finally, you know, uh, figured out, you know, I think the check, paying by check is a very important aspect of it. Uh, Again, it's the paper trail, and people who are in this illegal industry do not want a paper trail. Absolutely. And, you know, just to kind of put it into a kind of local perspective, um, our AAA parking lot, which is in Providence, it's it's well lit. It has we have uh, uh, on-site security that wanders the parking lot during the day. And one of our uh, one of our folks in our office, she went to go out and start her car at lunchtime, and she comes back in and goes, "Can you come out and look at my car? It sounds funny." And apparently, someone cut. Uh, someone cut part of the catalytic converter away and they must have got disturbed because they had left they had left half of it hanging under the car so this was broad daylight in a parking lot with 500 cars in it and i guess they and it was a small suv so they could crawl under there without having to jack the car up and my nephew who lives down or works down near you works for an insulation company his his uh uh, they have four trucks, um, all box trucks with, uh, that they do, uh, they do blown in insulation and so forth. They went out, uh, the crews went out to go start their trucks at 6.30 in the morning and it sounded like, uh, the Indy 500 warming up because, uh, three out of the four trucks were missing the catalytic converters. The one that wasn't missing it, I think they assumed that it might have been a, uh, a diesel so they just walked right by it. But this was in a fence parking lot with security and all they, when they ran the security system back, all they saw was some people with black hoodies and pretty well covered up and, you know, crawling under the car or crawling under the trucks and, and cutting the converters off. And, uh, and, and, and those are the easy ones. You know, I guess the, uh, the Toyota Prius is, is the, is sort of the hot one right now because it has, uh, multiple catalytic converters. And I guess it has a lot of palladium or kryptonite or something inside of it that makes it extra expensive. Well, that, that's very true. Um, and, as I talk to law enforcement, law enforcement, they tell me it's very difficult to uh, prosecute someone, even if they have a trunk full of catalytic converters and a couple sawzalls and some blades to prove that they're stolen. Now, California is requiring new car dealers to um, 
have the uh, VIN number uh, etched into the catalytic converter. But quite frankly, you know, you can peel the skin of the catalytic converter to get to the uh, inside. Right. But that would have to be more of a federal mandate than on a state issue. What I'm trying to do is just, A, bring bring it up for discussion that we are aware that this is an epidemic ha- happening and try and um, dry up the market as best we can uh, at this point in time. Yeah. Uh, the and, like you, and like the you bill- said, it's the unscrupulous one that will probably, you know, they'll still be out there. But the, uh, the idea of, you know, painting the converter, etching the name in it, if it's going to somebody who do- doesn't keep records, they're going to take it anyway. So, but the idea of making it that much more difficult and making the scrap dealers much more responsible, accountable. accountable. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That I think that is going to go. Um, that is going to go far and above. You know, painting a catalytic converter orange. I, I believe so. Also, in my bill, uh, instead of just a general fine if you have these catalytic converters it's per catalytic converter you get a fine for the first one and then for each one so it could add wow. up let's say if you uh you know have a, a hundred of them you know it could be a ten thousand dollar fine yeah and, and that i mean that is you would think that would be enough to slow anybody down but and you know people you know, i was i was talking to one of my coworkers in new york and they said you know sort of a function of the economy this is you know suddenly it's it's a part that becomes you know super valuable and you know the same people that might have been stealing copper tubing out of abandoned houses uh you know this is the this is the next step for them and and quicker because it it's uh something you can do relatively easily and it's fairly expensive and one of the other alternatives, you know, people have come up with, you know, all kinds of different catalytic converter guards, steel plates you can right, put under the right. car, or aluminum plates, and, um, uh, you know, those will certainly, you know, slow a thief down, and maybe somebody will move on to the next one. My concern is that you're all of a sudden now, even these plates that may have vents in them, you're going to, you're creating a heated sandwich between that aluminum plate and the floorboard of the car, and if that catalytic converter overheats for some reason when the temperatures get up to a couple thousand degrees there's no way for that heat to dissipate through that plate and also whenever you add a plate like that you you're potentially affecting the crash dynamics of the car when you uh, you know I saw one of these plates it was literally pop riveted in with these big aircraft style pop rivets that I think it had about 40 pop rivets in it yeah it, it was impossible to steal the catalytic converter but maybe in the event of a crash you've changed the crumple zones of the car and now, all of a sudden, maybe the person could get injured if the car got crashed. So the idea of adding some of these additional parts um, until the manufacturer says, you know, we, we have, we have uh, designed our cars in such a way to shelter the converter from the outside world, I'm not a big fan of adding, adding these extra uh, plates underneath the car either. Well, you're, you're 100% right. I mean, what the plates do is discourage the uh, thief, because now instead of taking five minutes, it might take 20 minutes, and they, they want to just be in and out. With that saw, they'll cut through that, what is it, one-sixteenth of an inch or one-thirty-seconds uh, of an inch thick uh, thick pipe on either side and just drop it and get the hell out of there. Yeah, 
Yeah, and and they're also to add to the extra expense. Half the time they're they're ripping out the oxygen sensor wires. So now all of a sudden it's not just a catalytic converter; it's it's replacing oxygen sensors. It it may even be replacing a harness, depending on how much damage they do. So it really becomes a very expensive and very complicated repair. And the idea that you know maybe maybe it'll, you know state legislation will be able to at least slow the process down or discourage it because of as you pointed out it's accountability it's the idea of having a paper trail it's uh it's uh, you know it's not as simple as you know picking up some uh, soda bottles by the side of the road and you know going to get 25 cents for five bottles this this is this is an expensive part and it and it is outright thievery and it needs to be stopped and this sounds like one of the ways that will work to try to at least slow it down and, you know, this bill is to protect the citizens in this particular case of Massachusetts so that way they don't have these out-of-pocket expenses. Anyone who would be against this bill, um, I don't know what their reasoning would be. I've talked to law enforcement. Uh, They're going to be discussing it, hopefully get their backing of it. Uh, I've talked to the New Car Dealers Association. I've talked to the director there. He's behind it. I've uh, mentioned it to AAA. They're reviewing it uh, to stand. Hopefully, they'll be behind it as well, and we can try and get this thing through. It is a late file bill, which causes some complications of whether it can be passed. But I did speak to the uh, chair of the Joint Committee of Transportation, and he's looking to see maybe we can put it in as an amendment to the um uh, a transportation bond bill, or maybe I might put it in as an outside section of the budget that's coming up. Uh, I think it needs to be done now, uh, while the, the language and, you know, any bill you put in has repercussions and you don't cover all the bases sometimes. We've tried to do as much research as we can, looking at a few other states. There's a half a dozen other states that have bills in place. And, you know, we've tried to cherry-pick the best aspects of other bills, plus what I feel, adding the uh, payment by check and a few other issues that we put into our bill um, that covers most of the bases. And, you know, we're more than welcome to have uh, amendments which would uh, be beneficial for the uh, residents of Massachusetts in protecting them and their vehicles and their bank accounts, so to speak. Yeah, no, ab- absolutely. I was reading the bill language last night. And it looks like it looks like you certainly hit on a lot of that. And you know, on top of that, you're you know, besides a business owner, you're also a car enthusiast, and you have uh, you have a uh, quite a stable of of cars yourself. And I know that um, you know, besides your F two fifty pickup truck, the catalytic converter was stolen. I I can only imagine. Imagine you would be quite heartbroken if all of a sudden you came out to one of your one of your collector cars and found out someone had even if they were only under there and started to tamper with the car, let alone actually cut the converters out of it. So, um, well, this, yeah, uh, that's that, that's true. I mean, uh, actually, with all the uh, 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 theft protection uh, at my garage, hopefully that will never be a, a situation. Hopefully that's so. Before I let you go, and again, I want to thank you for taking some time out of your Saturday and uh, uh, letting our listeners be aware of this, and even listeners outside the state. You know, talk to your state reps and see about having similar bills filed. You know, whether it's in, like you said, New Hampshire, Rhode Island, or Florida, or wherever the case is. You know, talk to your state reps and see about similar types of bills of your of your cars. If it was a uh, a beautiful sunny spring day. Um, 
and you had a little bit of t- you had a little bit of time to kill. Uh, which which one of your cars would you want to go for a ride in today? Well, let's say since you said it was sunny, I have two convertibles. One is a '74 TR6, and then I have a 1990 Porsche 944 cab, uh, which I recently purchased. So I'd probably take out the cab uh, because uh, it would be a little bit more comfortable, and being that it's spring and not summer. Um, I would probably take that one out uh, on a day like that. Although the although the TR6 is an awful nice car, it's a oh it's an it awful, is it awful is. fun fact, car I to drive. Best of show last year in Bristol for uh, my division with the TR6. All my cars are uh, you know they're driving they're drivers. I drive all my cars because I enjoy them, but yep. at the same time uh, I do show them. And I've won with a 911 in Newport uh, in my division as well, and recently picked up a. Uh, BMW 2002 TII, which I'm working on. And, uh, you know, and people ask me what my favorite car is, and I always say it's a car I'm driving that day. Absolutely. Hey, Steve, I want to thank you for taking some time out. And if people want to find out more information about the bill, um, how do they do that? Where, th- where can they get well, they more can, information they can or what can they do it, to support it? Uh, House Docket 5010. And they can read it. And uh, right now, uh, or if I think if they go to uh, MassLegislature.com and click on my name, uh, they can go through the bills that I have filed, and it should be in uh, mixed in there. Uh, I would ask people within the Commonwealth to contact their senators and their representatives and send them an email asking them to support the uh, catalytic converter theft bill. Perfect. Stephen, thank you for joining us on the Car Doctor program. Pleasure. I look forward to uh, coming on another time. All right. Take care now. Bye-bye. Enjoy yep. the rest Bye. of your weekend. You we too. need to thank take you. a break and pay some bills. Uh, my name is John Paul. This is the Car Doctor program. You're listening on North Shore 104.9. We'll be right back. Regina Pizzeria at the Cumming Center in Beverly is open seven days a week for authentic, world-famous pizza that was perfected four generations ago. Regina's pizzas, salads, brick oven calzones, and wraps are made with fresh ingredients delivered directly to the Cumming Center complex seven days a week and delivered to area communities by Grubhub, Uber Eats, and DoorDash. Beverly's Regina Pizzeria is accessible from the outside just past Cummings front entrance. Find them online at reginapizza.com. Reginapizza.com. AAA is with you at every moment in your life. We have 24-7 roadside assistance, which covers you in any car you're driving or riding in, even a rental or your friend's wheels. We have great member rates on home and auto insurance, savings on travel, hotels, and rental cars, and discounts on hundreds of your favorite brands. You're covered on and off the road. Learn more at AAA.com slash join. That's AAA.com slash join. You could save big when you bundle your home and auto with Progressive, but when we just come out and say it, it feels like it falls a bit flat. So we're going to sing it. We're singing words now. We'll even sing the business part. Save big when you bundle your home and auto with Progressive. 
that's a commercial you'll remember, even if you don't remember the bundle and save with Progressive Part. We're singing a commercial. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Discount not available in all states or situations. This is the end of the jingle. A jingle about insurance. Join me, Joe Pianzerusti, this Sunday morning at 10 a.m. for Bright and Brett on North Shore 1049. Welcome back to the Car Doctor Program on North Shore 104.9. Our phone number is 800-370-1049 or 1-800-370-1049. We haven't, we haven't gone into that controversy in a while, so whether it's the 1-800 or just 800-370-1049. But that's how you get through. And we have a couple lines open. Uh, we have Robert on deck here. But before we get to Robert, Hyundai Air Taxi Unit eyes... 2028 takeoff in Miami. This just scares me to death. Miami's sunny skies may soon be getting crowded. Uh, Hyundai Motor Corp's air mobility division is linked a memorandum of understanding with South Florida, uh, a South Florida city on March 1st that lays the groundwork for a launch of flying taxis as early as 2028. Now, 2028 seems like a long way off. It's only six years away. The company and city leaders together intend to address regulatory infrastructure issues. The, uh, uh, I don't know, air taxis? Are we ready for air taxis? Robert, are you ready to get in an air taxi and be able to get where you want to go? I don't even like getting in airplanes anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, the, the uh, yeah, I don't know. This uh uh, you know, who knows? Who knows? But there's, yeah. uh, but you know, if uh, you know somebody, I guess somebody's going to try it out. So why not? Yeah. Okay. Here's my uh, situation. Uh, you know, I went and had differential fluid changed in yep. you know, front and back. You know, yep. no drama there. But the dealer, you know, the underwriter comes over and says, uh, "We discovered a, a slight leak on the exhaust manifold on the right side." You know, so they gave me a price. You know, if it's just you know, bolt replacement, gasket, labor, yep. you know, it's like $487, an extra 225 if the manifold is cracked or warped. You know? mm-hmm. So I'm thinking, yeah, okay, I'll I'll think about it. You know, the next morning I started the truck up with the hood up in the garage, you know, had the LED light on. I wanted yep. to see if I could yep. see any vapors around there, which yep. I didn't. And they're coming out of the tailpipe, and I'm wondering whether the converters and the preheaters caused the vapors, or should I be able to see something around the uh, head and the exhaust manifold? Well, I mean, it, not even so much see it, you should hear it. I mean, yeah, if there's... Yeah. Nothing. nothing, nothing. I mean, there might be... The exhaust is loud anyway, so... Yeah, but I mean, no, I mean, you should, you should you know, when if especially a cracked manifold, for instance... Yeah. Um, it's it gets pretty snappy, you know. You 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 know it it will you know it will be a lot louder sounding than than you know you yeah. would expect. Yeah, there should yeah. be a tick, almost like a lifter, right? Yeah, exactly. Right. It, if yeah. depending on where it is, yeah, it's going to sound like tick, 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 every time yeah. that cylinder fires closer to that end of the manifold. Absolutely. Yeah. So I mean, the initial start sometimes you hear a might be lifter clatter, you know, matter of yeah. a second is gone. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. I brought it in for inspection because it's due in April. Yeah. They didn't see anything or hear anything, and it passed with flying colors. Yeah. I'm wondering, are they trying to do something prematurely that they know might come down the road, or are they just looking for a little extra revenue? Um, 
Yeah, I, I'm going. I'm going with. I'm going with. Uh, you know, even to try to. I'm. I'm trying to figure out how to make it sound like that isn't the case. You know, for instance, if. Um, you know, if. Uh, you know, if the mechanic looked up there while they were, you know, doing a service to the car and said, "Oh, I see some black carbon up around the, up around the manifold." You know, that's usually an indication the manifold's starting to leak. Or that flange is starting to leak. Um, maybe not. I mean, to, you know, could could someone could someone have been that mistaken that they said, "Oh, the manifold's leaking," and then and then you're right. You know, once you pull the pipe down and they yeah. go to change the gasket, is it you know is the next step? Well, you know, we we didn't like to look at the manifold, so we're going to have to put a manifold in it. Uh, I you know. I would. Yeah, I, I don't would think like, it's cracked. That's for sure. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't think it's cracked. And um, you know, today's vehicles, the the um, onboard computer systems are so sensitive to uh, lean performance. So what happens is when the manifold's cracked like that, it'll suck air in, and it will kind of fool the oxygen sensor into thinking it's running lean because it sees this extra oxygen, and yeah. it'll, it'll, you know, eventually it'll send a check engine light. Now, right. is it possible there's a little teeny tiny crack up in there that um, that has started up, and when you when you let it run for a minute, it seals up. I mean, these these engines have been somewhat prone to um, yeah, right. The, to, the Rams yeah. with the five seven have. Right. Bolt right breakage in the yeah. I think you told me so on yeah. the seven and eight yeah yeah time ago so it's pot you know could they be could they just say hey you know five out of ten that come in have this problem and mm -hmm. so everyone that comes in we're going to say you know let's take care of it now before it comes in so they're being yeah, right. yeah but I mean that's like that's like saying uh, you know let's let's. Uh, you know, let's take replace that. Let's, let's, yeah, let's take your appendix out because, because uh, you know, half the people in the world need to have their appendix out anyway. So why don't we yeah. take yours out, even though it's okay? I, 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 I'm struggling with this one a little bit. Yeah, if it had ninety to one hundred ten thousand because of their reputation, yeah, yeah. it's possible. But you know, right now, yeah, hey, it, it passed inspection. So passed, it passed inspection, and and uh, like I said, if it was the, uh, you know, first off, pulling into the shop, if you know anybody with a half a set of ears is going to hear it if it's leaking and secondly if it's uh like i said the it it would turn it would it would turn on a check engine light yeah. if it was and leaking enough so also very quickly on a similar subject going back into mid 2005 i had a silverado and i brought it in for an oil change and again they're coming out uh we think your power steering pump needs to be replaced is a leak no it doesn't they don't know me i check everything Frequently, yep. there's no leaks. They go, they bring me out there, got this little stain around the center where the seal is. I'm thinking they squirted that with a little bit of transmission fluid, because uh, again, I told them I'll keep my eye on it. Well, yeah. two years later, I was still keeping my eye keep, on it. Keeping your eye on it, yeah. You know, and and it's one of those things. And this is, um, you know, and, well, two parts of the story, I guess. Uh, one of them is that even the manufacturers now. Have come out with sort of here's a seep, here's a leak. So if mm -hmm. there's a little bit of dust that collects around some fluid, it's seepage, and seals need to breathe. 
Yeah, you're going to have and, a little bit. You know, a little bit, of, a little bit of moisture around something doesn't indicate a leak. All it really does is indicate that the seal is doing its job and they're letting it breathe a little bit. Um, the the second thing, you know, looking at, you know, looking at something like that, um, you know, if, if it is leaking, is it going to get any better by itself? No, but is it going to stay the way it is for possible? Possibly yeah, the forever. Is, they also told me, oh, we topped it off. Yeah, that way I couldn't check it to see if it was down. Yeah. But they didn't top yeah. it off because I know the level yeah. was yeah. where it should have been. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no, you're you're right. So the idea of, uh, you know, I, I, I don't know, some shenanigans, I guess, is, uh, mm -hmm. you know. And I, and I, hate to on, see, yeah. I hate to see it because I love this business so much. And good, honest repair shops can make plenty of money. They don't need to make stuff up. And the idea that um, the idea of even being somewhat preemptive and saying, you know, if they said to you, "Hey, Robert, you know, uh, we, we were we were looking at your truck, and you know, you know, every other one of these that comes in, you know, has a manifold leak, and you know, you might want to take care of it now before it gets worse." That's one thing, but to say that it's definitely leaking, and, and if it isn't, uh, that's a lie. You know? Yeah. Uh, yeah, they probably know I'm vain about taking care of it because you know it looks like it's brand new yeah. inside yeah. and out and they come over and look at it all the time and say, boy, it's got low mileage for its year and, you know, we could uh, give you all kinds of money and turn around yeah. and we got customers waiting for it and all yeah. this stuff. Oh, yeah. Yep. No. No, I think I think you did the right thing. Just keep an eye on it and keep an, keep an ear open for it and, you know, if it starts to leak, it starts to leak. I mean, it, you know, yeah. you, you get an idea what it's going to cost. Okay? Okay, well, good talking to you again. All right, take, take care, Robert. Soon. All right, take Bye. care. Bye-bye. We're a little worried about Robert. We hadn't heard from him in a while. And we haven't heard from uh, a couple of our regulars in a while. So if you are, uh, you know, you haven't called in in a while, call in and say hello. Our phone number again is 800-370-1049. Or if you have a question about your car or a concern about your car or a second opinion, you're wondering about something. I just uh, answered an email this morning before the program's uh, a woman who has a 2017 Hyundai Sonata painted white, and the paint is peeling off the roof and the hood. And Hyundai sort of said, well, there's nothing we can really do about it. Now, I don't know if she's the original owner of the car. Did she buy it from a Hyundai dealer? I don't know. Um, there was a class action lawsuit uh, against Hyundai in earlier years. I think it started in 07 uh, on the Sonata in Santa Fe that the paint was peeling off the roof. Uh, it was later dismissed. Uh, so the suit didn't go through. But some of the better dealers, if you were the original owner of the vehicle uh, and you were willing to help out a little bit, the dealer, the manufacturer, and you kind of all split the split the cost three ways, get the affected areas repainted, the vehicle looks nice again, and it's not going to cost you as much. And, you know, it's, it's uh, unfortunately paint peeling like that. It's only covered by whatever the warranty is. Um, you can try to... You know, go to court, but it doesn't always work. We need to take another break. My name's John Paul. This is a Car Doctor program. You're listening on North Shore 1049. Phone lines are open if you'd like to join us at 800-370-1049. We'll be right back.
Taco Bell presents a get-out-of-bed-time story. It's time to wake up from this amazing dream, even though you're jet-skiing on lemonade. How extreme! And oh, look at that. You just won the lottery. <gasps> Is that a castle? Take the keys. It's your property. What's better than swimming in space? Just wait for the big reveal. It's Taco Bell breakfast, and it's actually real. So it's time to wake up and bid your dreams farewell. Because toasted breakfast burritos are waiting for you. Only at Taco Bell. Participating Taco Bell locations near you during breakfast hours only. One night only. Don't miss this concert. Tommy, James, and the Shondells. My baby does the hanky-panky. Tommy, James, and the Shondells at the Lynn Auditorium, Saturday, April 30th. All the hits, all the memories, all the music, all the fun. Kick up the spring and get to the Lynn Auditorium. Tommy, James, and the Shondells, April 30th. Only at Lynn Auditorium. Tickets at lynnauditorium.com. Tune in every Sunday morning at 7.30 a.m. for Caring Voice. I'm Joanne McInnes with Aberdeen Home Care. We're going to bring you valuable information about elder care and the elder in your life. Tune in Sunday morning at 7.30, Caring Voice. Hi, everyone. I'm Mark Rosenthal with you on this Saturday. Here is your North Shore. 1049 forecast serving the North Shore and the Merrimack Valley. Variable clouds today, some sun. There could be some scattered showers. Temperatures in the mid-50s. Clearing and cool overnight. Lows near 40. In a more variable cloud, sun. Breezy, dry, but not bad. Temperature is mostly in the 50s. Monday, lots of sun, some late day clouds, at least 60. Could be a burst of showers coming through here Monday night. Could turn very mild on Tuesday. Weather forecast being brought to you by good friends at the Berry Tavern in Danvers. The Berry Tavern is open every day for lunch and dinner. The Berry Tavern offers takeout, ordering, curbside pickup, and delivery through local delivery companies. Call the Berry Tavern, 978 777 Berry. For local North Shore, 1049. I'm Mark Rosenthal. Welcome back to the Car Doctor program on North Shore 104.9. I was just uh, in, be, in between things here, whatever it is that I do in between the commercials. Um, I, I just saw a, uh, a a news headline, and it was from, uh, uh, I don't know, it, was, I, it must be Microsoft News or some, something like that. And there was a story that said uh, um, uh a car dealership, every car in the dealership, the catalytic converters were stolen off of. Every car in the dealership, catalytic converters were stolen. So I don't know how many cars that was. It, it, um, I, I didn't have time to read the story, but the headline was every car. Now, now you figure if half those cars are new and uh, somebody shows up with a pickup truck full of shiny catalytic converters and says to the scrap dealer, oh, yeah, I just replaced these. Um, come on, come on, you know, that isn't how it works. So, um, no, no, this, and I think, uh, I think, uh, rep how it's uh, bill where you have to be responsible and have a paper trail makes some sense based on that headline I just read. But right now let's, uh, let's talk to Rick in West Palm beach, Florida. Rick, good morning. Hey, JP. Good morning to you, sir. Well, good morning. I got a couple of, I got, I just got a couple of. Uh, small things 
All right. I'm going to, should I give you the plug first or should I ask a question first? Ask, ask the question first. Okay. I had asked you going back uh, oh, a few months ago or so about the if there was going to be an update on the Toyotas that are using 3G and their, uh, you know, their version of yeah. OnStar is yeah. going to be obsolete. Uh, I actually went into the dealer and they just, they, they had no clue. Hmm. And, and I was wondering what, you know, with possibly when you have nothing to do, <laughs> if you could find out if there's going to be a software or that's it and away we go. Yeah, um, I, I'm willing. I'm willing to bet there isn't going to be much that's going to happen with that because just like the old OnStar systems that used 2G or or analog, you know, they just kind of just said, "Hey, sorry." Um, and at the time, they actually came out with a kind of an aftermarket replacement kit that uh, was basically a rearview mirror with OnStar built in, and they said to the you know Cadillac customers mostly that had OnStar back then. Hey, look, we can put this other mirror in for you uh for, you know, 500 bucks and you can have OnStar. Uh but it was uh you know, I don't think that was a good solution. And you know, I, and, and, and technology well, technology. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now so. you remind me, I actually I actually did that. I did oh, that right. on a uh I think I did on I I think on the Chevy Trailblazer I did it. Okay. All right. Yeah, that was that's going back a few years, but yeah, it, it worked. Yeah, oh, yeah. I think yeah. I, you know. So, but just curious. But anyway, let me give you the plug on AAA. Okay, go ahead. So, so my renewal came up, and I had just myself and my daughter. I said, "Well, my daughter's a big girl now; she don't need it. She could pay for her own." So I was going to switch to my wife. Yeah. So guess what they did. They said, listen, we'll give you a wife for free. Wow. Wow. <laughs> so I'm paying, I'm paying for two, for three people now. There you go. There you go. Well, so, well, you so know, I, mean, I don't, I don't even, I don't even get my wife for free. You know, and I've been there, I've been there for 38 years. You know, I get mine for free, but you know, I have to pay for my wife, so. I know. No, that's know, that's that's but, yeah. That's no. Yeah. We're we're yeah. We periodically run programs where there's like free associates and stuff like that. So that that actually makes that that that's something we that's something we do. We're always looking to add a little extra value. So yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean that, that's you know definitely. I mean it was a no brainer for me. So because yeah. I I've been basically almost the majority of my adult life been a member, and uh, you know kind of like uh, insurance, you just. You only need it when you need it, like they say. Yeah, and and the, the good thing about ours is, uh, you know, as opposed to like life insurance, you know, which you know, you don't, <laughs> you, yeah, you know, you know, at least at least if your car breaks down, you 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 know, you call one eight hundred triple A help, and we show up and we and we get you we get you going and get your car towed wherever it's going to go. Your life insurance, you never really get to enjoy that benefit. So, uh, no, hey yeah. JP. I, I found you reading Newsday going back uh, a while ago, and, and I still read it online, and I just read your article that was in there uh, yesterday, as a matter of fact. And I'm just curious, how many newspapers are you in these days? Um, let's see. the the uh, in, in Massachusetts, the Quincy Sun, Bob Bosworth, puts me in about once a month. 
Boston Globe Online every week. It's not in the actual paper, but it's Boston Globe Online every week. The Yankee Express in Massachusetts is a is a weekly or biweekly. They they put me in all the time. Um, Newsday in New York. Uh, the Saratogian up around Saratoga. Uh, the Troy Record and the Oneida, uh, whatever that paper is. So I think I think I'm in, f- I don't know, five, six, seven newspapers, uh, and that's you know that's what uh, you know I've been doing that for a long time. Um, you know, uh, you know, not Newsday so much. A couple of years with Newsday, but um, but it's uh, you know what I tried to do to bring a little extra value to AAA and try to you know try to you know let people know that you know triple a still cares about cars and we're in the we're in the business and that's what we do so well you know it's funny because just reading the letters that people write into you i can i can just uh surmise uh the 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 age of those people because those are not those are not today's generation people writing you letters about their cars um usually what it is and i'll usually leave the part out it'll be uh, it'll be my dad said to write to you about this problem. So every yeah, once in a while, I do true. get I do get some younger people. But it, it's funny, you know. Last week when we had uh, when we had uh, Max Joseph off from uh, Finn Leasing, you know, a lot of younger people they 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 want they want to have a car like they have an iPhone and get a new one every four, five, six, seven months, year, and uh, you know they don't they don't keep their cars for twenty years, you know. Biff and I were talking about his, you know, Honda Civic he had for twenty years. People just people just don't keep them like they used to. So it's funny. Uh, it's funny uh, you say that. I'm up in New York right now, and I'm driving a twenty year old Honda Accord with fifty eight thousand miles on it. Wow! And I can't tell you, I can't tell you how well this thing runs. Yeah, no, no, it's good. Uh, hey, Rick, always good, always good to hear from you. I like right, hearing, I like Thank hearing you, from sir. you. I like hearing from you better when you're in West Palm than in Long Me Island. Too. But you know, absolutely. But, uh, all Thank right, you, sir. All right, take care. <laughs> bye bye. We need to take another break. Tony, uh, stay right there. We will be with you in just a minute. And if you would like to join Tony and me, uh, 800-370-1049 is the phone number. We'll be right back. If you're a people person looking for employment, Braga Management in Gloucester is hiring multiple positions at Azorian Restaurant and Bar, Braga Petroleum, and seven Duncan locations. All Braga stores offer full and part-time positions with plenty of available hours. If you're 16 and up, Braga has after-school and weekend shifts, paid training available for servers, food prep, sandwich makers, and sales associates. Join a great team at Area Braga Businesses. Pick up an application at any store, the Azorian, or visit bragamanagement.com. AAA is with you at every moment in your life. We have 24-7 roadside assistance, which covers you in any car you're driving or riding in, even a rental or your friend's wheels. We have great member rates on home and auto insurance, savings on travel, hotels, and rental cars, and discounts on hundreds of your favorite brands. You're covered on and off the road. Learn more at AAA.com 
slash join. That's AAA.com slash join. After spending 35 years helping people transition from their working years to their retirement years, I've learned that most people's definition of retirement has changed. For them, it's about staying active with their hobbies, traveling, exercising, or spending time with family. What they want is the confidence to know their finances will support this lifestyle for the rest of their life. This is Richard Chella, managing partner at Ipswich Bay Advisors in Danvers. We call this financial freedom. The ability to do the things you enjoy doing while living the lifestyle you prefer and having the freedom to do that without concern for money. We help our clients turn their goals into solid financial plans to prepare for what life may bring and optimize the value of their investments with strategies to reduce or eliminate income taxes. Because the less you pay in taxes, the longer your money will last. If you'd like to learn more about how we can help you pursue financial freedom, call us at 978-777-6554 or visit us at IpswichBayAdvisors.com. Security and advisory services offered through LPL Financial, a registered investment advisor. Member FINRA, SIPC. Welcome back to the Car Doctor Program on North Shore 1049. Let's talk to Tony in Boston. Tony, good morning. Good morning. Hello, John Paul. Happy Saturday. Happy Saturday to you as well. Hey, uh, I got an electronic gadget question. I got a 2001 Lincoln Town Car, 120,000 miles on it. And my backup sensors, I think, have uh, decided to retire. I want to okay. replace them. So I was wondering how easy it is to go behind that rear bumper and pop out those sensors. They need to, well, replacing them isn't so hard, but they need to be calibrated afterwards, too. So, uh, yeah, so because they're designed to aim in a certain way. And um, why why do you think the sensors have gone bad as opposed to another part of the system? Well, when I back up and I look at my uh, rear view mirror and I don't see yep. the uh, lights bleep, oh, blinking, okay. and I look, I look up at the, my uh, console on the windshield that says yep. the backup sensor is dis- disabled. Oh, okay. Okay. So I um, figured because of the age of the car, they probably decided to retire. Yeah, it, 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 very, it very well could be that that, that is the case, but a lot of these sensors, um, you need to, you need to, uh, like I said, you need to calibrate them because they aim in a certain direction. So they send out this, and they send out this ultraviolet light to, to, uh, to, to do it. So you, you know, it may be one of those things. I mean, they're kind of, they're kind of handy to have, but I, I would, uh, you know, I would, I would look, I would look into it and see. A little bit more, but um, like I said, I don't think it's I don't think it's that big a deal. But you're going to have to take the bumper cover off and the bumper off and get get to all of it. Uh, you know, it's not going to be it's not going to be as as simple as uh, changing a light bulb. I guess is kind of what it comes yeah. down to. Yeah. Well, here's, here's another suggestion. Someday, it'd be nice if you had a show like just on electronic gadgets in a car, like you yeah. know. Uh, Webcams, 
and okay. uh, cell phone, uh, you know. Yeah, no, it's, options. you know, it, like I have, I have a, I have a, uh, a dash cam in my car. It drives my wife nuts because um, it, it, it beeps and chirps, you know, when you get close to the edge of the line or, uh, you know, leave falls in front of it. But I, you know, I like the idea of, you know, we were going on a long drive and I wanted to have a recording just in case something happened. So I kind of like the idea of it. And, you know, you're, you're right. All of these electronics all add an extra layer of stuff to the vehicle and, and it can get, it can get a little bit complicated. So yeah, we can, we can yeah, do that one day. That's a good idea. Yeah, that'd be a good show about the, the, the dash cams because yep. yep. like that's like the greatest uh, video that you can get when you're out driving around. Oh yeah, yeah. No, that's uh, uh, it's it's been a while since we talked to the the one I have is Garmin, and it's been a while since we talked to the Garmin people. But certainly that's uh, certainly that's something we can do. And just to just to let you know, Tony, we do we do listen because somebody called in a couple weeks ago and said, hey, you know, with all this electric car stuff, it'd be nice if you you heard from the electric company to see if they can supply the electricity. And in a couple weeks, we're going to be talking to somebody from National Grid about doing that. So let's see what we can do about electronic gadgets. Yeah, I've been following the uh, the People's Convoy, which is a truckers yep. convoy going across the country. They have their dash cams in their trucks. And it's yep. amazing to see see the the Midwest and the western part of the United States with their dash cams on the People's Convoy dot org website. Yeah, no, it's there, there's a lot of there's a lot of good stuff out there and a lot of interesting stuff. And uh, you know, having having to be able to record a record of it is is, uh, is kind of nice to have. Hey, Tony, uh, you know, thanks for calling in. Uh, we gotta we gotta move we got we gotta move on. Um, in a minute, we're going to be talking to Jim from North Reading. But you know, looking at some of these, looking at some of these, uh, uh, you know, technology as it comes out and new cars. I was just reading a story the other day about how uh, a company in the next couple of years is going to is going to be. They're saying they'll be able to do a hundred mile recharge in their batteries in less than two minutes. So. I, you know, I think we're we're getting them somewhere as long as we have we have the electricity to do it. Let's talk to Jim in North Reading. Jim, good morning. Good morning, Paul. I have a 2005 Grand Caravan 3.3 that I'm trying to replace the master cylinder on. It has uh, two it's two wheel drive with ABS yeah. and without traction control, and I cannot find a replacement master cylinder for it. I was. I ordered one online. I thought it was. What is it? I was. I was. I was going to say. Hmm. So where where have you been? Where have you been checking online? Uh, Rock Auto. They sent okay. me one. It had it had two ports, two whole inlets inside both both the front and rear. Yeah. And mine only has one on both sides. Oh. I, I I just ordered one from AutoZone, and they said yes, that's going to fit, and that has the two holes in it also. Called hmm. the dealer, they want somewhere in excess of four hundred dollars for replacement. I'm assuming that's the right one, but that seemed pretty excessive for an 05 car. Yeah, is there is there um, and and uh, and what's and what's wrong with that? I guess is the other question. It's um, we, is we, it leaking? We lost the brake pedal. Oh, you did. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, yeah. And um, and is there any when you were looking up stuff? Is there any chance it's rebuildable? We 
we were considering that, but we've read it. We haven't found any kits. We haven't really looked, but yeah, it, we, we were told that you're not supposed to re, 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 rebuild master cylinders. I did a little research as well. You pull this off, and but I don't know if I can get a kit for it. Yeah, but it, all, yeah. All, all the none of them say without the AB without the uh, traction control. Yeah, they'll have two, three. We can get traction control, but without ABS, or we can't find anything that and and, and real real discs. Uh, yeah. Discs, all. yeah, I mean, I was I was just looking to see what what comes up here, and uh, you know, looking at looking at the parts, uh, you know, it's master cylinder without traction control, without rear disc brakes, um, and it's funny where and, and you said yours does not have yours does not have rear disc brakes, right? No, it, it has it has discs, but it doesn't have the traction control. Doesn't it has it? the ABS. Okay. Okay, and uh, yeah, it looks like it looks like the factory part of the one with traction control, because that's the only one they're listing the part number for, is two hundred and seven dollars. Which, if you could, you know, so I I'm not sure. Let's see, with let's do a quick little double check here, and um, just looking to see if they have. So uh, let's see. Genuine. It looks like. Yeah, it looks like maybe um, you might be able to. And, and again, I'm just going by. I looked it up, and it said with traction control, without traction control, with disc brakes, without. Um, you got a pencil handy? Yep. Yeah. Write down this phone number. I mean, write down this okay. part number. It's four six eight. Three two six four uh, A is an apple, D is in David. That might be the part number you want. Um, do a little, do a little research looking at that number. But that might be the part number you want. And for instance, it looks like if that is the right one, and that's that's the one that is the one that Chrysler doesn't even show in stock. Um, but I'm on Amazon right now and. Uh, and they have one left, and it's one hundred nine dollars and ninety nine cents. So, oh, but I don't know if it's you know, like I said, I'm not sure if that's the right one. I know it's of of the choice of two. It's one of the choices. So, and it's not the one that, like you said, it's it's the one that sounds like it's going to fit your car, but you won't know until you see it. But it might be, you know, that might be the part number. So, I w I would kind of work in that direction. Okay. Okay, and quickly, uh, if the if the ABS drains out completely, they say you have to get it re, re you, you, by the dealer. Yeah, well, not by the dealer, but you need somebody with a scan tool that can energize the valves in the ABS system. So you just need to you just okay. need to bleed it with a, a scan tool. That's all. Not that complicated. Uh, okay, we got to well, get going. Good. We're running out of time. Thank you. But thanks for calling in. Really appreciate it. And to all of our uh, all of our callers, thanks for calling in. Next week we'll be talking to Mark Trossel. He is the design guy from Chrysler. We'll talk about some new design program for kids, and he was one of the kids that entered in the design program. So that's pretty neat. Um, Biff, thanks as always for doing the great job you always do every weekend. And until next week, everyone, make sure you wear your seatbelt, drive safely, be good to your car. And if you see an emergency vehicle by the side of the road, slow down or move over. It saves lives. Talk to you all next week. Bye-bye.